The Run Culture podcast has always been a passion project. It was created to share stories and experiences, to educate runners and to grow the sport. Ultimately, to show that running is cool. The podcast has provided us all opportunities to listen and learn from some interesting people in the running world. Welcome to the Run Culture podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I am an all-out running fan and an accredited running coach, a marathoner myself and an experienced physiotherapist that specialises in treating runners. So, before we get right into the show, if you have enjoyed any of the previous episodes of the Run Culture podcast and they have added value to your life and you want to support the podcast going into 2021, then we have a Patreon page. It's linked to in the show notes. A small monthly donation will go a heck of a way to keeping the show alive. By doing so, you too can also feel fulfilled that you are doing your bit to promote and grow the sport. Also, for those runners interested or in need, links to my online strength and conditioning course for runners or run therapy, my physiotherapy clinic, are also in the show notes. Alas, enough from me. Here's this week's interview. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. Today, I'm chatting to three of the athletes that I coach, Damien Clark, Jess Dunsmore, and Pete Dutton. Welcome to the show, guys. Morning. All right, good good to see you all. I feel like um, post-lockdown, um, communication's been pretty hard. Um, so that's good to see all your faces and um, uh, hear your voices. It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to, yeah, I know. I wanted to go over, um, yeah, just the recent results that we've had as a group, and and then go over what you've what we've got planned as a group um, going forward, guys. Um, I want to start it, start with uh, Jess. Uh, so Jess, you had a, a great performance at Lardner Park just a, a few weeks ago. Uh, and you, and you came 10th uh, in the senior race at the AFS Victoria um, eight-kilometer yeah, cross-country. It was a huge breakthrough performance. Uh, ha, when you look back on that race, um, were you expecting that result and, um, before it? And, uh, you know, in the lead-up, why do you reckon you performed so well? I um, wasn't expecting that result at all. Um, yeah. The course... Probably suited my strength being a bit hillier because um, coming from a steeplechase background, I guess you're used to the interruption in your rhythm. Um, in the build-up, um, also my Garmin broke, <laughs> <laughs> so I had no idea what kind of shape I was in because a lot of my runs were based on just a plain old stopwatch. So, um, yeah, it was a big surprise. A good one there. <laughs> yeah, it was Yeah, it was an incredible result. You ran 25 minutes, 30 seconds for 8K, um, and that, that's absolutely flying. I think it, it would have been a, a huge 10-kilometre uh, road PB if you kept going um, for another couple of Ks. So it, it just, um, I think it's a, a performance that you're building up to for, for a while. Um, you definitely like cross country, don't you? Oh, it's yeah, it's better than the track. Yeah. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> nice. And um, you and Pete are building nicely together. 
Um, you're doing very similar workouts. Um, you're building up towards the Gold Coast Half Marathon. Um, yeah, are you pretty excited about Gold Coast? Yeah, that's that's been the goal for a while now. Like, that's um, the main target. So keep training up well for that and hope for the best. <laughs> Pete, it's uh, good to have Pete to work with too. Yeah, yeah, Pete. Um, uh, what are you looking forward to most um, about Gold Coast? Uh, just getting back out there again over a half. And I've been to the Gold Coast for probably a few years and just want to give it a good crack and see what I can run. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully we're allowed up there. Um, yeah, I guess we'll find out over the next week or two. Um, your, perform- your, your form's going pretty well too. Uh, last time we chatted uh, on the podcast, you just helped pace me uh, at the Penrith Marathon and you were just showing glimmers of um, form and strength and fitness um, that you hadn't had um, previously that year since you, you've come back from an injury. Um, yeah, you. what have you done um, this year that like um, you feel like, because you're starting to nail some some um, training, like what have you done this year that you feel like um, has really got you into a pretty good sh- shape going into the half? Um, I think all those months of um, being in the gym probably helped. And I think as well, just I feel like the injury was kind of a bit of a blessing in a way. So I feel like I've come back and I just feel better in general. I think the whole reset over six weeks um after pretty much smashing myself for probably 10 years it's kind of kind of almost i still have all that fitness but i've just reset like my muscles and everything and i feel fresh again you did the great Um, ocean road uh 14k um yeah about a month or so ago and yeah you ran really well it was fifth wasn't it um and you 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 did a great time, about a, a minute quicker than you'd previously done. Um, that's got to give you confidence going forward. Yeah, definitely. I, I went into that knowing that I kind of needed to run well. I only been kind of six weeks out from Gold Coast, and yeah, it was surprising. I ran um, forty-four thirty, I think, which about three eighteens, which. Strong headwind the first probably five or six k and didn't feel amazing and I was pretty happy with how how I finished the last five k which was important. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think um, you showed a lot of maturity um, in in terms of pacing uh, and something that certainly you know three or four years ago you wouldn't have been able to uh, finish so strongly. Um, and then also like um, exercise a, a fair bit of common sense like mid race where. Um, you just sort of ran your own race um, and and didn't spend all your bickies early. Yeah, and I was able to tough it out, which was one of the main things I wanted to get out of that race, get back into the mindset of when the race starts to hurt, like bringing that other side out of me and be able to tough out to the to the finish. What are your goals going into Gold Coast Half? What do you want to do? What what's your what's your goal? <laughs> Well, quietly, I want to break 70 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can. And, and I don't know, just compete 
against I guess the fastest half marathon is in Australia and see where I stack up. Uh, I've got um, you and Jess uh, doing quite a few similar workouts. Um, a few of them have been sort of longer progressive runs. Uh, you've also done a few uh, sort of longer reps, like three by three k, a couple of times in the build up, uh, and then. Uh, just over the recent weekend, um, I ran with Jess and um, we did a sort of a 10K um, solid uh, hit out and, and Pete, you did similar. Um, how have you found those, those workouts and um, Jess and, uh, and, and then Pete, I'd like to hear how you found them as well. Um, yeah. When they go well, then <laughs> you feel great. <laughs> It can easily go the other way yeah. if you overdo it, which I know I think I've had both in the last five days. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so last, true. Last Saturday when we did the 10K, I know, that felt felt pretty amazing the whole way. Like felt like I probably could have done that session twice, which was I know, a good sign because it was at a reasonable pace. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're then, practicing um, like race start, like six thirty in the morning, yeah. seven o'clock start, two sessions, like proper, yeah, yeah like yeah. race conditions. Yeah, we had yeah, to do it pretty early. Warm up at the Gold Coast. <laughs> Started at um six thirty as well. So yeah, it was pretty rough getting up. But <laughs> yes, sorry about <laughs> that, Jess. Done. That was my fault because I had a first aid course. Um, so. I was pretty grateful to have company out there, um, but yeah, that that was my um, justification. It was race start of Gold Coast, so it was um, perfect race the simulation. And yeah. Pete, how have you found them? Um, oh, sorry, what was that? How have you found uh, the the longer sessions? Um, you've done a lot of them solo. Yeah, I. I know those type of sessions suit me, I feel. Just I've done them for even bigger sessions over the years solo anyway. So I'm not too like I'm not too intimidated if I have to do a big session solo. It's just alright, we'll get out there and get it done and but yeah, I managed to hone in on the paces needed in each of those sessions pretty well, I think. Just something that's definitely gotten better this year. So I'm definitely feeling a lot more confident at that pace now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, nice. And and Damien, on to you. Um, over this period, um, uh, it's sort of come off the back of your fantastic PB at the Geelong Half Marathon. I'd l like you to, like, yeah, sort of quickly fill us in on that race. But then what have you been focusing on, uh, particularly over the last uh, couple of months um, in your training? Well, that... that Half marathon is kind of like a bit of a dream come true. Like, it's such an enjoyable run. Um, yeah, I like could not say anything bad about it. Like, it was such a great morning, and like the weather going into it was not promising. And then I don't know, I just got a, an absolute spell from the gods, and they just, <laughs> the sun came through for me, and the wind was bearable, and. Yeah, I just had a, I had a great run and I've really enjoyed it and every part of it. 
Yeah, and then like just listening to Jess and Pete talk about their training, just, yeah, just I love it. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely destined for the the half marathon and and the marathon. Um, uh, just holding you back. <laughs> I reckon it's still still too early to do to to fully commit just no, yet. But but... That, that was like that's the thing I get asked all the time now is like, would you do a marathon? <laughs> and I'm like, after doing my first half, I'm like, absolutely, I'd do a marathon. But I realised like how hard it got at the end. There's no way I'm ready to do one just yet. I need to do more of these first. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and well, I don't want, I don't want to do a marathon until I can do it like pretty well. Yeah. What time did you do in the half? Uh, I did an hour twelve fifty eight. Yeah, and that was like that. That um really um uh I, I was so wrapped when I saw that result. Like because. I was expecting a 74, 73, and I would have been wrapped for you. Um, so you, you fully um, blew my predictions out, out of the water. Um, and, uh, well, I blew my own. Like, yeah. I just, yeah, I just, when I went through 15, when I went through 15K and I got my 15K split, I was like, oh, I'm actually on. Like, yeah. I only got a, it's, it's a weird mindset to be in, but like, I've only got 6K to go, and if I just keep this pace, yeah, I could have a really good day. Yeah, um, and I did. And so yeah, just like that, it's been a really cool um, journey that you've been on because like um, you're essentially doing um, the five k time that you were doing, you know, roughly two years ago, but you're doing it, uh, yeah, four, four times, times over, over with no recovery. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty pretty cool to see. Um, yeah, what have you been focusing on? Um, yeah, uh, the last couple of months in in training, um, like what we, we've had a few chats and um, and uh, there's there's a, a few particular sessions that you're working on on trying to trying to get better at. And um, we had a chat sort of uh, 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 just the other day about it too. Um, yeah, do you mind uh, filling in listeners about that? Yeah, I kind of like the last few weeks. Well, like, not specific sessions, but, like, I've kind of done a bit of everything, really, um, which I've really enjoyed. But, like, in terms of what I focused on, um, after the half marathon, he said to me, like, I had heaps of, like, room to improve in, like, fartleks, and, like, I wasn't nailing monofartleks or quarters. Um, like, there was heaps of room for improvement in that. And so, yeah, I've pretty much done a fartlek every week since I've been back and yeah like that's it's not so much about running and well but staying composed like almost more mental training than physical like keeping like the hard efforts hard and like keeping it on an honest session and finishing the session and I feel like as an athlete like approaching workouts I've really grown over the last few weeks and like, and it's just changed my mindset. Like, even like just doing one Ks, I'm a lot less nervous about like having a minute recovery. Um, yeah, I feel like I could stay a lot more composed and more relaxed in the middle of workouts and when it's getting harder and yeah, like not getting overwhelmed with what's left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Like, um, like I think, um, yeah that's that's such that's been such a a 
an important part like for your growth as like a runner because um, like you're you're like such a dedicated diligent kind of guy and you can just tell like in sessions you're chomping at the bit to just make sure you're hitting the splits like just pushing 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 and then like sometimes I feel like like just like being able to relax and be composed um, during some of those those sessions is is such a, a key um, component to becoming a good marathoner. Like it's such a long way, you need to be, be able to learn how to relax. I think um, like you also you made up this part where and I called it um, you you made it like a, a cross country specific one. So I called it TV XP special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was like the reps that you go 15 seconds, 30 second reps and two minute reps and then go back down 30 seconds, 15. Like there's not enough time for you to worry about the pace. And I think I really enjoyed that because it forces me to go, okay, this is not long enough to try and hit split. Like so it forces me to like really focus on how I'm feeling. And I've actually had some really good sessions doing that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's so good. Like, um, yeah, I think um, sometimes as runners we can sort of get stuck in the mindset of being just governed so much by the watch. And even Jess's training um, is uh, it has been really um, cool to see. And, and whether it's because of this or not, but ever since his watch died, he's just been running really well. Um, and so I don't know if that's just because he's like been going com- a bit more by by feel or. Or whether he was just due for a, a bit of a purple patch, I'm not sure. But it, it is interesting, um, and yeah, it's it's kind of cool how like I didn't I didn't set that uh, fight left um, with that in mind, but it's kind of cool that that's that's been the revelation from it. Um, uh, like the, the the you're constantly changing pace, so it's just too too quick for you to actually like uh, be governed by the watch. You sort of just have to go off like what feels right um and so yeah it's it's good you're getting um, more in touch with that internal internal sort of feel um of what should be the right pace for you rather than like being governed by externally what what the watch says so um yeah it's it's awesome demo and and what's what's been other, um yeah yeah you go i was gonna say the other thing we've been doing well, i only did a couple of times we went up to bernie Creek. like i did it did it once before the half marathon, but we kind of you kind of pushed me away from doing it too much. Um, but afterwards, I've gone up a couple times since. Um, did with Jess a couple times and Pete last time. Um, so that's definitely something. Like it's very hard for me to say that I enjoy that, like, <laughs> or that I enjoy the run as a whole. But I enjoy like how strong it makes me feel and like. Um, when you go back and you're like, you could attack the hills a bit better than last time you went. Yeah. Like, I enjoy that. And yeah, it does. It just makes like, those are some serious hills that makes everything else feel so tame. Yeah. Like, you go back on, you go back on the track and you're like, whoa, it's like, it's just, it's just good to move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um. For those that don't know, Fernie Creek is just so hilly. There's just hills everywhere, um, and that's why it's it's a shock to the system. Like where Damien lives, um, sort of around that Caram Downs area, it's just flat as a tack. There's no hills at all. So like it's it's um it's been a really good move to try to get you up there here and there, and 
and even um, I even reckon the beloved um, Devil Bend um, uh, that we train at a lot. It, it's hilly, but it's it's not as it's not like we need to mix it up here and there because it's n nothing on Fernie in terms of hills. So um, that's why it's been good to see. Yeah, Pete get up there, um, and then Jess get up there as well. Um, yeah, just to Both try to get that strength. Jess get up there. Talk about fit there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh. pull us along there, John. Yeah, he kill, kills oh. it. Always enjoyed the hills. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he doing it in a in a um, tracksuit pants and a and a jacket as well? Yeah, yeah you think it was snowing. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't wasn't hard enough. <laughs> um, oh, hard to beat, Fernie. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like it, Jess? Uh, yeah, I think you you definitely get some pretty good gains from it when you um, when you're building up for a race. So yeah, I reckon it's important to have. Uh, really long run yep. yeah yeah i mean that's uh, with some of your like recent sort of good performances it's always um followed like a few fernies so you know whether that's another we're trying if we're trying to draw correlations um to your purple patches <laughs> um yeah not sure not sure if that's part of it too but it's just interesting um that that has been the case a couple of times now um pete what are your thought for thoughts on fernie yeah, I like it. I just, I was avoiding it for a while. Just, I didn't feel, it's a bad place to go if you're not feeling like you're, you're fit enough to run at Fernie. Yeah. <laughs> True. But yeah, I, I've definitely experienced yeah, it. You, I've experienced it myself. Fit, do you avoid it? Do you avoid it or do you get fit off going there? With the double-edged sword. Yeah, I just... I just didn't want to get dropped up the first little hill and then it's just demoralizing so always that. Get dropped. <laughs> always get dropped. Yeah. No, I've definitely found that if you string six fernies or so together, like six consecutive weeks. Yeah, if you do that, you just like, <laughs> fernies actually easy. Suddenly the hills are easy. Um, and uh, you see, because you become a regular, um you see people that are coming up for the first time for a while and you just you can tell what they're going through um yeah but yeah your fitness definitely um it definitely helps the fitness so i mean it's not the only thing like what are what are some of the other sessions that um i guess you've enjoyed uh damien what, what any other sessions that you sort of can um think of uh that you've you've, you've enjoyed uh lately um i always enjoy my tempo like yep. just half an hour solid. Yeah. Um, done a bit of, I don't know, we've we touched a bit of everything as well. I like, we've done, like, I, like I've tempos, we've also done some 400s, um, getting better at those. I did some hilly, like 70 second efforts the other day. Um, they're kind of 400s with a bit of resistance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we touched, I've touched everything. I was talking to Bevan about this actually. Like, I'm kind of in this spot at the moment where I feel like I could run, like, I've trained for whatever distance. Like, if I needed to run a 10K, 
I could run a 10K. If I needed to run a good 5K, I could do that. And if I really had to, I could probably get away with a half marathon. I feel like yeah. I touched a lot of energy systems, a lot of different types of training. And yeah. It's been really good. Yeah, it's um, interesting you say that because that has been like every Sunday when I sit down with the laptop and I'm like, oh, what am I going to give uh, Pete, Pete and Jess this week? Or what am I going to give Damien this week? What am I going to give Bevan this week? Um, it's definitely like at, at, at this time I've been like, okay, winter base, like need to get strong. But then it's also like, like we said after your half, it's like, oh, we've got to do a bit of speed work for you, Damien, because we really did sort of um, go pretty heavy on the on the strength work before that half so it's it's been the idea of um making sure we do a bit of vo2 max stuff um yeah whether that's um yeah sort of um yeah 1ks or mile reps um then yeah make sure we don't lose touch of speeds and power um whether that's um still staying in the gym or doing some hill reps um and technique um but then also yeah your long runs or your progression runs or um, your fart legs just just for sheer fitness. Um, so it's it's been it's been um, definitely um, something that like I've been cognizant of, um, and 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 just feeling like you're touching a little bit of everything um, each week. Um, and um, what I wanted to go on to now, Pete, was um, what have you sort of really been working on? I guess um, has there been um, anything over this period? where you've really focused on the, over this segment to improve? No, not so much this segment. I've just been doing the same, same weekly kind of routine of trying to build fitness, staying strong. Like, there's nothing that really stands out. It's, like, I mean, I went to Fernie that one time before lockdown and, um, Went to Worcesterfield on the weekend for something different. But other than that, just kind of head to the grindstone and just take another a week at a time. Nice, yeah. And and Jess, same same question. Um, yeah. What what are, have, is there anything that you've particularly like personally um, thought was a bit of like um, a weak area of yours, and you thought like, oh, I really really have identified. Um, this is something that I need to work on and, and whether you've worked on it at all. Um, but yeah, what have you really been focusing on or, or feel like you need to focus on in the future? Um, well, it isn't by choice, but I would say I've been focusing on more on running to field. Um, <laughs> Without your then, watch. <laughs> yeah. And then I would say... I sort of fell out of routine of strength training on the side of running. So I need to, yeah, get it, get into that routine again. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I find that I know, less niggles and um, sore spots pop up once you really get into the strength training. Yeah. Like um, outside of running. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know the other, the other thing that I thought's been good about your no watch um, sort of aspect at the moment is that you haven't put any limits on yourself too. Um, like it's definitely like a few because you're so good at like um, listening to instructions and and almost feel like um, you running free and and not not sort of putting any limits on on what you can sort of 
run has been really really good for you so like that's probably been another another um uh uh fallout that that wasn't through design it was just um organically just sort of um has happened just because your watch um has broken um yeah and I, I feel like and i'm not i'm not sure if i'm reading too much into that but i feel like it's been nice to not have any yeah and then also just not have any sort of expectation or weight of uh, oh, i've got to do this time you just sort of just go for it and just it is what it is kind of thing it backfired a bit yesterday though oh yeah <laughs> it was a one hour progressive run yep. um, I think I, I must have overshot the pace earlier <laughs> because I just turned into a long tempo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Like that, that that's prob- probably, um, yeah, where a watch, um, that kind of sessions where a watch can be quite nice because it's really hard to, to know if you're hitting those um, middle, middle ranges and the watch, if anything, just holds you back. Um, yeah, so I, I dare say you were, yeah, probably going pretty solid <laughs> yeah. yeah this weekend we've got a 5k hit out a group 5k hit out we're all going to be um in the new uh run culture singlet and um i'm going to actually advertise that um and and sell um, put them online for anyone who's interested um uh next week uh so um with this 5k hit out um uh, a few of us uh, will be going for PBs. Um, I'm hoping, um, yeah, Tom Tom Jansen and, and Jack Howell, um, two new guys to the squad, triathletes, and and really um, have added um, some energy to the squad, and and they're um, pretty funny guys, um, and and been really re- really great additions to the squad. Um, hopefully, we can get them um, both under 16 minutes for the first time for the 5K. Um, Bevan and Damien will um, be going for it as well, and and uh, and then Pete's still a bit undecided. Um, but yeah, looking forward to another group time trial uh, this weekend. Uh, Pete, have you had any any thoughts on on how you're going to approach it? I don't know. Maybe I'm just keeping the rest of the guys on the squad guessing. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you and Jess Drop will go bomb. out. Hey. <laughs> Drops a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> drops a bomb at 3k, I reckon. I think you'll go out at 15:30 pace, you and Jess, and and then um, yeah, then if you're feeling good, yeah, slowly slowly wind it up, and and I and I'll be pacing um yeah, Damien um and uh, Jack um and ho- hopefully um yeah we can we can um yeah just do our best and and see what what happens. It's just an, something else to aim for while a few of the races have been sort of cancelled in the cross-country season and, um, you know, just something for fun. And, and I think when you set up a time trial like this, you're more likely to sort of get some PBs because we sort of um, got a few people that are capable of um, um, the pace and, and, and setting a nice even tempo the whole way through. Uh, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Um, Damien, how... Yeah, cameras there. Well, will we have any um, photographers there? Yeah, you got Tim Bowman line up. Nah, good good um, reminder. I'll I'll get on to see if Tim's available. Otherwise, I can, otherwise I can get um, Steve Callum on the camera again. Okay, uh, good good point, Damien. We should should um, uh, yeah, I'll reach out to Tim Bowman. Um, if he's if he's um already got if he's busy, um, yeah, check check if Callum is busy. Um, 
and we'll get um get Callum out um if possible because um, um yeah he was really good the other time. It'd be good to do like a proper yeah promotion for Newcastle because it's pretty cool. Yeah yeah uh, like it's been a it was a like a little bit of a collaborative effort like as in like I, I probably stole the show at the end um uh in terms of um having a, a fair bit of say at the end um on on what it would look like um but I I I I liked um how um we all just you know put in um what we were thinking um and and our thoughts for a singlet um and I th I really want this to become an annual thing and uh we uh yeah just just keep trying to put out a, a singlet design that um kind of looks cool and um uh and then it also resembles our team um and strongly resembles it's our team. It's a winning design. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, it's um, it was, I, I um, I uh, found a, an image off um, Google of um, Arthur's seat, and then just put it put it through a few filters, and um, and then that's why it's all pixelated. So it's pretty much the view off Arthur's seat, which is a pretty much a pretty iconic um, landmark on the peninsula down here, um, and it's just meant to sort of uh, I guess show the landscape that we we do a lot of running in. Um, uh, you know, on the coast, um, near the beach, but then also through the bush, whether it's Devil Bend or, or, or the like, or Blind Bite. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, no, I, I um, yeah, and it's, it's just cool to have a singlet that you're pretty proud to wear and um, kind of like the baggy green. Um, and then it's, it's also um, resembles our team and... Um, then also if people like what we're doing, they can get behind us and support the team as well. Um, and it's just like a footy team, like a basketball team. Um, and, uh, that's what I'm truly, really trying to foster here. Um, uh, because I think that's where people enjoy the sport better, enjoy running better when you've got friends and mates that you can run with and share the experiences with, um, yeah, it's so much better, um, and you, you push each other along, and and you actually run better too. So, uh, and you got you know all these memories that you can look back on in 10, 20, 30 years, and you're like, oh, I remember when I did that, and and I shared those experiences, and and you've got you know a, a group, a friendship group as well. So trying to like definitely show that it's not just an individualistic sport; it's definitely more than that. Um, and those that are involved heavily in running know that. So just trying to yeah, show that, um, and that, and the singlet is one way um, to create a bit more of an identity. Um, yeah, but yeah, other other, cool. other than that, uh, I think that's just about it. Um, uh, can you guys do you guys have anything else to sort of say, or do you want to mention, or raise, or talk about? Well, I'm just like real fingers crossed that cross country goes ahead, like. Um, because now we're getting into the, the races that I'm looking forward to. Like, not so much your gels that you... Like, we've got Cruden Farm. Like, that's a tick the box to do that. But um, more your sand down, your... Um, all the other road races. And I'm pretty keen for Burnley in September. Like, just... I don't know. It'd just be good to, to make sure it goes ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've... Um, yeah... A couple of zeros, a couple of donuts um, in terms of, um, yeah, new COVID cases. That's been encouraging. I just hope that just each week we, you know, fingers crossed, like just keep coming out of it and, and things start, you know, just sort of 
slowly opening up and and uh yeah especially the borders i guess also for gold coast half imminently um but then yeah, yeah like you say it'd be so good to have you know an albert park 10k and um ballarat 15k um bandura cross country you know some of the real um awesome uh athletics victoria cross country season events um uh so good for the distance running community to work towards um yeah, so hopefully they go ahead and then not to mention just the fun run scene like Run Melbourne. Uh, yeah, you know, so many people aim for stuff like that. Um, so it's just good to have um, a little bit of a reward for all the effort you put in. and But then also just just show, gives you some closure as well and, and, and feels like you worked to all that training was worth something. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, you got anything else to say? Um. Do, do you know where we should we talk about how Joel's went a little bit more in depth? Because I know last time we were talking about the big rivalry that was. Oh yeah, up yeah. We Joel's can't and... we can't let that just um, go under the radar. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, do you mind filling us in? Yeah, so we had we had a big rivalry, I think, with MPAC going into Joel's Park and best cross country racer for two years essentially, and. But yeah, it was a good day out. We do you remember what we finished? I, we got third. I we got third. Yeah. So um, Bendigo um, were just way ahead. I think they, you know, beat Division One teams, um, and they pretty much won the day. Um, or or may, maybe St Stephen's Harriers. Yeah, then that was second. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because that's Stewie. Yeah, and then Mentone got us as well, and then. Then we came in third, um, but the the only person we really really sort of um, were focused on was uh, yeah just getting the scalp of Mornington Peninsula. So, um, but yeah, then they've beaten us I in the second round. Now they got us in Lardner. Didn't yeah, they, they got us in Lardner. So, so the it's rivalry fun, continues. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it's 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 um it's good, um, and that's that's adding like something to talk about, a bit of banter, and um, um, yeah, it's just just fun it's healthy um and that's that's growing the sport as well down here um but it, w it was pretty um pretty cool to get the win over them at gels <laughs> yeah jess you got anything else to add uh, i think happy to cap it off there um yeah 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 now well done Just... boys um so yeah i guess um yeah uh, yeah, we'll um, sort of post on our Instagram how everyone goes in the 5K on the weekend and, and we'll keep everyone up to date um, either on Instagram or our Facebook um, page that Pete runs uh, on how Jess and Pete go at Gold Coast Half Marathon um, and then, uh, yeah, how we progress throughout the cross-country season. We'll, we'll catch up again, um, yeah, probably in four to six weeks or eight weeks. It, it depends how, when, when seems fitting um yeah but uh yeah it's great chatting to you guys again and and i'll i guess i'll see you i'll see you tomorrow um and uh yeah at training yeah good yep all right boys That's... well done good thing you gonna say anything <laughs> pete no <I'm... laughs> all right see ya yeah i wrapped it